Welcome back to another opportunity to learn, grow, and evolve, uncovering more and more of that light, that core power that we have within all of us. Today, I am joined by a good friend that I met back in 2019, a Nike-sponsored athlete, world traveler, a phenomenal yoga teacher, and a man of many talents that we'll get into today. <laughs> Thank you for that yeah, yeah, yeah. super kind intro. It's an, it's an honor to be here, and I'm glad we, we caught each other here in the Pueblo, Mexico. I know, just like a line for a day, so we had to take advantage of making a video. Of course, of course. Yeah, so I know that you know you're, you're known for the yoga, and you're known for traveling, but what I really want to dive into today with you is mm. like all these extracurricular activities that you find yourself expression in. Yeah. I know you've been getting into music more. Yep. He's got Landrell on the uh, <laughs> on the Sunday vinyasa this week. Ooh. I know you've been holding the free diving courses. Yep. You have two coming up in March. Yes, sir. I might have to just drop into one of those. You're pretty close. You might have to. Yeah, and obviously, if anybody checks out Jonah's Instagram, the photography has always been... Mm. Actually, the reason that I have this camera right now is because you told me to get a Sony A7 too. No way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Damn, planting so, seeds. Yeah, planting <laughs> seeds. So, yeah. I mean, really drop into whatever's like really hitting for yeah. you. What are you interested in, excited I, to share? I'm just super excited to be here right now because I've, I wanted a, a platform to speak on. I feel like a lot of the podcasts that I do, you know, end up going into yoga and talking about, you know, the family. And, the, mm -hmm. and I think it's just cool to be able to focus on some current events and some things I'm passionate about outside of yoga. Um, and maybe we'll we'll come full circle to see how yoga really you know comes through everything right. that you do, and it's it's more so a lifestyle and a practice versus a a physical exercise routine. Mm -hmm. And I think mm -hmm. that's the more and more I practice, the more it kind of impermeates everything else in my life, right. um, and you know brings in that quality of yoga. Mm. Yeah. yeah, we were talking on uh, the podcast a few sessions ago with Carlita, mm. who we're here with at Casa Atma, about bringing the Ashtanga practice off the mat and into life. Sure, And sure. using those principles to really navigate and make good decisions in life and show up to life consciously instead of just on autopilot. Exactly. Yeah, yeah yoga is like that really cool middle ground. You know, it's not quite real life, but you can practice all these qualities like yeah. on your mat where, you know, you get to experiment a little bit yeah. and then eventually you practice it. You get so good and it becomes subconscious on your mat that, you know, it, it walks into everything else you do in your life. Like yeah. when you walk your dog or you, you know, you take photos or you, you free dive or whatever yeah. it may be, you know, your breath is there. Mm -hmm. um, the awareness is there mm -hmm. and these qualities come through, you know, yoga is really not even the name of an exercise. It's a right. quality that we all have inside each and every one of us and that we can bring into, to our lives. So I'd love to kind of jump right into free diving. I yeah, think that's kind of the, the how, how long have you been doing freediving for freediving? I started my first ever experience with freediving was three years ago. Okay. And I didn't even start with freediving, which is the weird thing. I was in Tulum, Mexico. Okay. And I was just taking a morning silent walk by myself down the beach, mm -hmm. um, right by Papaya Playa Project, if you're familiar with Tulum. Hey, shout out, shout out. <laughs> and I was walking down the beach and I, I ran into a friend and she, I'm like, hey, what are you up to? And she's like, oh, I'm actually going to this breathwork class. Of course, you know, classic Tulum. Someone's <laughs> always going to a breathwork class. And I wasn't really even in the mood, but for some reason I was just feeling spontaneous. So I walked right in, you mm -hmm. know. And uh, there was this guy sharing the class and Long story short, it was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. A lot of breakthroughs. It was only 30-minute class. And after the end of the breathwork class, and keep in mind, I've done a lot of different pranayamas over the years. This was by far the most profound I've ever done. Mm -hmm. After the breathwork class was over, he had everybody jump into the pool. 
Okay. And we would support each other. So did he, you have any idea that this was about to happen? Or you zero. Just thought He's you like, everyone get in the pool. I didn't even bring a bathing suit. You know? <laughs> okay, okay. I went in my underwear. Yeah, so you just showed up spontaneous and open-minded. <laughs> exactly. I was ready for anything. Bringing yoga off the mat. <laughs> open-minded. Yeah. You never know what you're in training for, you know? That's true. That's true. Um, so I jumped into the pool, and we partnered up. And essentially, we'd lay on our back in the water, kind of like in a floating position. Okay. And the, the person supporting you would have one hand under your legs and one hand on your back. Okay. And your head would kind of like be supported by the water. Okay. And we do deep breathing for about a t two minutes and then we do a breath hold. And by the time it was ready for our breath hold, the partner would flip us over and support us from underneath. So mm -hmm. our head would be in the water. Okay. And I held my breath for three minutes. And you mentioned earlier, we were talking about this a little bit, that you are going to hold an exhale or you're going to hold an inhale depending on what your intention was. Yeah. So for that, this that was case, all like, that was stuff I learned way later. So, okay, okay. Okay. So for this specific case, essentially I just surprised myself because I mm -hmm. think the last time I tried to hold my breath, I may have gotten to a minute, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I never really prepared myself mm -hmm. to go this deep mm -hmm. and to, to just trust that I was going to be okay. Even if it was difficult and you know, right. I was in this like uncompromising situation. Right. Um, cause you know, you can panic when you're holding your breath, especially in water. It can yeah. Kind of traumatizing. Yeah. Um, but with, with Roto, my, my teacher's guidance, you know, we were really prepared for what we were getting into. And this kind of just went down a whole rabbit hole. Uh, it was such an enlightening experience. The next day, he's like, we're going cave diving. And um, I'm like, I'm in. Whatever, whatever yeah. you're doing, sign me up. Cave diving, no problem. Yeah. So the next morning, he picks me up. And there's a few other guys in the car. And we go to the, the cenote, Casa mm -hmm. Cenote. And we do a little breathwork circle. We get primed up. Um, some sweet breathing exercises. I'm curious um, to hear more about the breathing exercises. Yeah, so, you know, a lot of um, yoga-related breathing. I mean, okay. everything's taken from yoga, right? right. It's, uh, <laughs> but he kind of made it everything. his own. You know, yeah. like even Wim Hof. Wim Hof stole everything from yoga. Right, right. <laughs> Wim Hof's amazing. You know, he's my hero. Yo, I'm going to have him on the show. He's gonna, there's going to be some beef here. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, a lot of um, Antara Kumbhaka, so inhale retention holds, exhale retention holds, which I'll kind of get into more detail in a second. Okay. Um, a lot of Bastrika breathing, so more quick, forceful, active exhalations. Yeah. Um, just kind of priming the breath, you know, we, not, not necessarily hyperventilation, but there's also a technique called box breathing, mm -hmm. where you're just slowing the breath four down. Four in, four hold, four out, four hold? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. and then you repeatedly go higher. So after right. a few rounds, you go to five, five, five. Uh, and you're building, again, that, that capacity. Yeah, you're yeah. just increasing the lung capacity, increasing yeah. your, um, your CO2 tolerance and a lot of things like that. We've talked a little bit about breath work on the channel, mm -hmm. and we've been doing it also. Uh, Mimi, Wild Soul, has been uh, facilitating that in the Sunday morning meditations now. But how breath plays such a large part and also just having clarity and having space between you and all the stimuli that's going on around you, right? Mm. So it's like, don't panic, breathe first, because then you have the prefrontal cortex come back online. Mm. It's like, breath is the most wild tool and it's so overlooked because... It's the most underrated thing. I always tell people it's, it's impossible to take a deep breath and freak out at the same time. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so, um, but basically, yeah, so... I, after this cave diving experience, I was just hooked because right. not only was I swimming in a beautiful destination, mm -hmm. I was challenging myself, not just physically, but mentally, mm -hmm. um, emotionally. Things would come up in the diaphragm and things would, things would kind of come up to the surface. Yeah. And even spiritually, you know, just being, moving into the unknown, literally. In it's a its own cave, sadhana. Yeah, for you sure. You see the light at the end of the tunnel and it's like this enlightening experience. So that pretty much hooked me. And I realized it was making my yoga practice a lot stronger. Mm -hmm. um, and I came to this kind of metaphorical lesson that sometimes the best way to find your breath 
is to lose it first. Mm -hmm. Anyone that has difficulty, even try it if you're listening, you know, if, if, the contrast. if you're meditating and your breath is, you know, just hard to stay with, it feels abstract, try holding your breath for, you know, a period of time and then come back. That first inhale you take is going to be so And you're going to be very aware of present. it. Yeah. It's like not having water for a really long time and then you have it and you're like, wow. It's like fasting so and then hydrating. having a delicious meal like that yeah. sweet quinoa. You just appreciate it so much You never more. thought it could taste that good. Yeah, yeah, for real. So, <laughs> that contrast. Yeah, and then after that, I was like, you know what? I kind of want to get more into the science aspect. So I actually took a training. Um, mm -hmm. It was a four-day immersive style training through... Um, Molchanov, which is a Russian style. Okay. Um, Alexei Molchanov is the number one freediver in the world. He's been, I think, up to 120 meters, maybe a little less. I'm not sure, but he's incredible. Is that how deep Dubai goes? No, deep Dubai. Dive, deep dive Dubai only goes about 60 meters. Wow, and still, that looks Most people super can't get deep. to the bottom of that. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so this so he's like really on another level. He's on a different planet. And is this also in Tulum, this training, or did you have to fly elsewhere no, to do this? No, this is in Tulum. So okay. he has certified trainers all over the world. Okay. And one, and my coach, Matt. Um, he's from France originally, and then he, he lived in Canada most of his life. He has some records in Canada. He's incredible. Um, he kind of helped take me to my limits and really give me, like, the means and the why. Yeah. Because if you understand the science behind it, it's a lot easier to put yourself through something mm. that's difficult. You mm -hmm. know? It's like... That's like when I, when I was going through anxiety uh, back in 2014, which is where this channel blossomed from, I learned one very important thing is that if you're afraid of something research it and understand it more and it's like you're shining a light on Oof. the corner of the room right and it's like what you thought was this huge thing is actually just like this little thing that was blown up either by a shadow or by just the incessant thinking of the mind wow. you know i love that that's a great lesson yeah yeah usually what we're afraid of is coming from a place of maybe ignorance yeah 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 and just out of fear right yeah. you know i always um one of my teachers always said whatever you're looking for is on the other side of fear Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, free diving is just another way to to face that. Yeah. To face yourself. Yeah. Because a lot of shit comes up when you're when you're contracting from your diaphragm and you're swallowing your you know you're you're, mm -hmm. you're getting that strong urge to breathe. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to almost force your you're being forced mm -hmm. um, in a way to, mm -hmm. to stay relaxed. Cause yeah. Because if you don't, you're, you're fucked. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. You'll you'll, yeah, yeah. you'll get you know in trouble. So. And you're in open water. This isn't like. I know you've been in pools. That's where you learn and everything. But mm -hmm. it's not just the fact of being in a cave. It's also like you don't know what else is also in that water too. Uh, you know? <laughs> you know, there's no sharks in the cenote. So, I mean. <laughs> right. But, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Might be some there, there's stuff variables. There. It's, it's like an underground obstacle course. You right. Know? So there's like you got to be careful. you got to be aware of your surroundings mm -hmm. internally, externally. You know, your proboception is just lit up. You mm -hmm. know, that's your body awareness yeah. through space. Yeah. Um, what it is it called? Probial awareness? Probioception. Probioception. Yeah, okay. It's so a whole other level of self-awareness. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's your inner and outer um, awareness. Okay. But yeah, so, so that kind of translated into my yoga practice. And then now, you know, two or three years later, after I started to develop a lot of confidence, you know, mm -hmm. in, my, in myself and freediving, I started to take small groups out in the forms of retreats mm -hmm. where I kind of just mix and mash yoga and freediving because they're so parallel. So how has it, uh, I don't mean to interrupt you, but how has the freediving, mm -hmm. like what specific parts of freediving have complemented your yoga practice? Yeah, so great question. Um, the breath, of course, is the number one thing. Okay. You know, just being able to control the breath, mm -hmm. um, the preparation before the dive, yeah. the relaxation, the meditation. Mm -hmm. Before every dive, especially on the line when you're going for depth, 
you need to put yourself in the most relaxed place you've ever been. Because mm. the thoughts also, and you, you realize this when you have anxiety, <laughs> if you have these intrusive thoughts running, it's like you exhaust yourself ASAP, but we don't realize how quickly just thoughts can consume your energy. Oh, for sure. These free yeah. divers, like Alexei Molchanov, can bring himself to the deepest yeah. meditation in a matter of seconds. That's so this so guy's like a, a yogi and he doesn't even, like, I mean, I'm sure doesn't he realize it. it. Yeah. But these guys are on a different level. The way they can just drop in mm -hmm. and just be completely still and relax every single muscle in their entire body mm -hmm. within seconds, mm -hmm. it's incredible. So I've really just been admired these guys and, um, and I think that they, if they practice yoga, they'd see the benefits as well, both sides. But um, breath, mentality, um, focus, I would say on a physical level, um, your your lung capacity, your ability to breathe, your your flexibility. Mm. We do a lot in freediving. We do a lot of um, different stretches. So we'll we'll do like an inhale. We'll fill up the lungs, mm -hmm. and I'll put the hands over, and then we'll do stretches. Just to open up the capacity of the body. Yeah. So these freedivers, their rib cage is super flexible because yeah. when you're going deep. After about, I would say, 15 meters, mm -hmm. the, the pressure builds so strong. and literally crushes you. Mm -hmm. So you need to be, um, what's the word for it? Uh, you need to be malleable right. to some degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's Adjustable. What, you know, that's what flexibility is and, and that's yeah. what yoga teaches you is, you know, there's that famous quote that my, uh, my father always says is, strength without flexibility leaves you with rigidity. You mm. can't have... Um, you can't be stiff underwater, yeah. especially when the pressure is just coming in on you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, working it, for mobility is an entirely different level of like satisfaction. Oh, I mean, dude, these guys' rib cage are like you can press it like a, and it's soft. Yeah, yeah. It's like it can move. Yeah, I can show you some breath work maybe at the end where you can see how the belly kind of comes in and I mean the way they shape their torsos is yeah. Let's do it. It's phenomenal. Well, some, you know, we'll take home tools. Yeah, so we'll stay and watch till the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys want to see a little bit of like Jonah doing this free diving, and this is a phenomenal segue if I do say so myself. <laughs> His photography of mm. his free diving is on his Instagram. Oof, great and segue. that photography, like, I think I might need to get some take-home tools for how to do the underwater photography because <laughs> those have been so stellar with the wow. streams of light coming down also. Yeah, I mean, the Yucatan Peninsula has to be one of the most beautiful places on planet mm. Earth, in my opinion. Um, all you've the, been going there your whole, your whole, whole life, life, right? My father's been, been doing retreats and practicing yoga in Tulum since, you know, since I was in the womb, mm, essentially, mm -hmm. even before that. Um, and Tulum's kind of become this hot spot destination yeah. now. Um, but yeah, the photography aspect has kind of always been this natural collaboration type effort where mm -hmm. it was just another way for me to express my creativity. Um, and then the underwater thing was kind of new. I actually don't take the photos personally. I have. Um, but I've collaborated with other photographers. Right, the ones of you, I would assume that you don't have like a floating camera. <laughs> that yeah, would be yeah. impressive. A drone underwater. Yeah. Hey. But it's from working with photographers, you know, if you take it way back four years ago, is where I decided, hey, you know what? Like, A, it's getting kind of expensive to do all these photo shoots. I mean, a lot of them were on collaboration, but before, you know, I had a, a yeah. Instagram following, nobody wanted to do, do it for free. Yeah. Um, so I had to sometimes pay for shoots, especially with photographers that I really liked. Mm -hmm. I saw a vision with them. Mm -hmm. um, so then I was like, you know what? This is getting ridiculous. And I kind of like liked the whole process. I liked editing and I liked, so I, I And you showed a me a bit of it too. Like I yeah. think my original introduction to Lightroom 
we were sitting in New York. Oh yeah, going through like of just course. for like twenty minutes. That was fun, man. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a meditative process, just like the free diving yeah. and the yoga, and even being in the field and, and shooting and and like seeing a frame and and, and being present and taking the shots, mm. kind of like the secret life of Walter Mitty. Oh my movie? gosh, I actually I think I was eighteen <laughs> when it came out. That inspired my whole trip that I ended up meeting you on in Indonesia. No way. I watched that movie by myself in the theaters at least three or four times. No exaggeration. One of my favorite movies of all time. Easy. Where he's Easy. that last scene where he sees the white uh, leopard. The white leopard. Yeah. And then he decides not even to take the photo. Yeah. That's deep. Bro. Symbolic. <laughs> wow. So that's that's a really good spot where you also weave the yoga in, right? Because you've been learning these practices of how to come to the different ways that you express yourself with clarity, with creativity, with actually being conscious in the practice instead of reacting to mm. whatever the challenges are being thrown at you, whether it be free diving or photography. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that that's pretty much it. I mean with the photography kind of has evolved yeah. like everything like you know you, you learn so much it's like the more you climb up a, a, a volcano or a mountain the more you can see around you so right. it's like I just remember even from editing techniques have changed so much from maybe overcompensating to like really trying to bring the saturation slider all the way up to now kind of like muting it and making it mm. a little bit more realistic um, nowadays if I'm really being honest if anyone cares about how I edit photos hey I care <laughs> if nobody else cares I care this is kind of nuanced but you know I barely touch my photos anymore. yeah I'll put like a little correction keep them um, extremely natural and yeah and, yeah and it's just interesting how the, the more I would say you get closer to mastery the less you actually have to do mm. in a weird way if that makes mm. sense well it's like my belief growing up is that you have to go out and try and manipulate what you're doing and work with what you're doing so much because that's what masters do, at least in my head. And then you start to realize that it's actually like simplicity is the rule. It you is. You know what I mean? Simplicity is key and less is more. And Yeah, exactly. And, um, and I, I'm so far from being a master when it comes to photos, but this is, these are words from a lot of my mentors mm -hmm. in photography, like Josiah and Short Stash. Josiah and, and cracks me up with his photography. He's awesome, man. Yeah. And Emmett Sparling, these are some of these guys that um, I've really taken a lot from, whether they know it or not, and I've implemented it. And I think one of the cool things about remixing and collaboration is I've been able to kind of sort of stand out in mm -hmm. the photography community, even though my technical skills and editing isn't even close to some of these right. guys, but it's the fact, and this is kind of a good transition, um, talking about the subject. Mm -hmm. The subject makes a photo. You know, a lot of these professional photographers, they'll put a little tiny person in a landscape photo to give it scale. Mm -hmm. And um, that little tiny person, if they're doing a yoga pose, then the, the whole composition becomes that much more interesting. Yep. So I was able to kind of separate myself and be like a niche, um, I don't know, page, yeah. mixing yoga and photography. And then it became this really cool form of self-expression where I couldn't just throw in any pose in any destination. Mm -hmm. If there's a waterfall, it had to meet the lines and there was always an Rule angle. Of thirds, leading lines, put it all together. Yeah. And sometimes you think you have it all and it just doesn't look right. You can't really put your finger on why it doesn't look mm -hmm. right, but it's, it's, it's trial and error, it's trial yeah. and error. And, and I just love that process. Like, yeah. I love waking up early. The, the better the shot, the harder it was to get. Yeah. There's so many variables, there's light, there's time of the day, there's, you have to make sure there's no people there. Mm -hmm. you, know? you can't, I don't care how good at Photoshop you are, you can't yeah. take out 100 people. You yeah, know? it's true. It's a very good flow state exercise. It is. You know? I'm like in the moment, especially when I'm with some of my friends, um, 
you know, who are other creators and they're just like, boom, 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 go do this, boom. We only have this much time left and, and, and you're just like so It's present. like you're flying a 737, you know, <laughs> you have to put all these little pieces together to make the puzzle come together, yeah. Yeah, and then there's that other side of it, which I, I'd like to touch on and, you know, it's not all perfect, is like, you know, there's a, a little curse too, you know, it's like, when do you put the camera away? When do you just yeah. look at the sunset and, yeah. and not take the photo? Like How do you actually navigate that challenge, right? Because you're traveling a lot. A lot of people would tell you maybe that I wasn't um, necessarily present with um, on, on certain trips. And, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not going to say I've been perfect. I, I definitely is something I've grown a lot yeah. from. Um, and just being more mature and more um, selective with when I'm shooting. Mm-hmm. So nowadays, I won't even take my camera out of the bag unless I know it's like exactly what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll just try to, you know, just enjoy the moment more. Right. Which comes know. with time, right? Because like you'll have the ability to know exactly what you want to shoot, whereas before you're probably shooting 10 times more than you had to just to find those two pictures that you like. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right, right, so right. And it, it just cuts, yeah, it cuts everything down. So I think what we need to do is we need to get Josiah to film another underwater, like, uh, I don't even know what to call it. That art piece was incredible. He's actually putting another one out. He is yeah. okay. Well, I don't know if, if he's gonna get pissed. We're saying that on the podcast, <laughs> but he's chilling. But I think that uh, we need to get Josiah to include some some Jonah Kest in the uh, like underwater yoga class. <laughs> Definitely. No, we're supposed to. So if you don't know Josiah, he's a great underwater photographer. Josiah WG is his Instagram handle. Mm-hmm. Also, a, fantastic online personality. He's hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were supposed to go on a trip actually to Canada. I'm still going. I'm going free diving. I found these crazy guys mm-hmm. that cut holes in ice mm-hmm. and they put wetsuits on, but they free dive under the ice. Wow. So it's okay. like you have now all the extremes of free diving and then add cold and temperature to it. It's, and it's, fear because the only way back out is through that little hole that they cut. Right, exactly. So, it's like some Wim Hof stuff. Don't tell, I hope my mom's not watching <laughs> this because she doesn't know I'm doing it. But um, of course, I'm going to be, um, we have two safety Assisted, divers. Yeah, um, I'm sure. They might even tie a leash to me. We'll see. Um, these guys are pros, so I'll leave it to their hands. But yeah. um, I'm excited for that trip that's coming up next week. And Josiah's coming with you? He was supposed to, but he oh, he's had not another okay, interfering okay. trip. So That's going to be quite the test of all the principles that you've been learning. Right? Okay. Yeah. Free diving, ice, it's yeah. ice baths. It's kind of yeah. like yoga. It's all in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take your passions and mix them all together. And you've done that. <laughs> you've done that extremely well. How are you mixing um, like all of these different environments? Right, Because you're going from one environment that's radical to another environment right so how yeah. do you keep up mentally with the traveling and like what how structures? I pack my suitcase or what do you mean no i <laughs> let me put it this way like to how do you stay centered amongst all of the travel right because mm. there's a lot of moving parts as you travel catching different flights you're in new cultures you're yep. eating different foods you're getting in different time zones Great how do question, you mean and this could also be extracted for like the everyday person who's not traveling nearly as much right it's hard, man. It's you, you ask amazing questions, by the way. Yeah, it's really a pleasure. Uh, an it's effortless that flow actual of conversation. Personal uh, curiosity. Thank you. Yeah. I think that's why it's, it feels so genuine. Um, you know, it, it's been tough. Like, it's so tempting not to stand in line at the, you know, the Burger King and order a veggie burger. You know, when you, it's like ten o'clock at night and you're on a layover, and you know, balance is like we talk about balance. But mm-hmm. you know, if you see me at, you know. Burger King, you know, don't judge me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, listen, we're still human at if the end of the day. If you're a yogi, you better not judge me. <laughs> uh, 
But um, no, karma. I've eaten a lot of fast food in my day, and um, you know, I, I found all the ways to eat vegan at fast food restaurants. Yeah. So if you want to it's much easier today. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Uh, but I don't condone that, and I've I've gotten a lot better at you know fasting, and and um, I would say the number one tip for for me going to so many different destinations and traveling and somewhat staying grounded mm-hmm. is just doing it in spurts. Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite quotes: "Life shouldn't be a marathon, but rather a short series of sprints." Oh, wow. Because um, you always hear the opposite. Yeah, because, you know, a marathon runner is, um, can sometimes, you know, marathon runners are incredible. Mm-hmm. Don't want to put them down, but can sometimes be on the skinnier side. And I'm just speaking of body type. Right. They're kind of gaunt. Mm-hmm. They need to be in order to sustain for that long. Right. And have you ever looked at a sprinter's body? What's the difference? Totally different. Jacked. Full a lot of more muscular muscle. product. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when you look at your life, it's like, I want to come at everything with muscle and prana. Mm-hmm. I want my life to be a short series of sprints with mm-hmm. intermediate times of downtime. Um, so that being said, every few weeks, let's say I'm on like a trip, I'll come home to, to Michigan where my family is mm. and, and check in, eat my, my mom's homemade meals. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, get on a solid sleep schedule. That's a really nice grounding experience. Yeah, too. You're and like come the... to places like this, Casa yeah. Atma, and, 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 you know, eat nourishing foods and be around um, community and, yeah. and family and friends, people that you love. Um, that's really, really um, important for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure the practice plays a role there as well. Yeah. The yoga practice, um, you know, ebbs and flows. It it sometimes, Mm -hmm. it it evolves, you know, sometimes you're in your hotel room just trying to squeeze into a little corner. Yeah. Other times it's just you getting in a five minute meditation, you know, you gotta be realistic. Um, but of course, when you can get that full Ashtanga primary series, there's nothing Hey, better. hey. And you've been doing that for I what? I have been. That was like <laughs> one month one right month. now. But that's similar to how uh, you came across freediving, right? I had no intentions of learning Ashtanga yoga. <clears throat> I really didn't. And then Grant invited me to come to Casa Atma, and here I am, you know, yeah. basically a shroth at this point. <laughs> Um, yeah, Ashtanga has been like a blessing, right? Because mm. I am diving into a little bit of astrology that we talked about with Grant on the last podcast. Um, can't wait to listen to that one, by the way. Oh, Man. stellar. <laughs> Cacao ceremonial, very talented individual. I love that guy. Uh, but I uh, have Capricorn in my, in my astrology chart, mm. and I love structure. And having like the very like masculine structure of you're doing the same exact poses time after time, it's so nice to just be able to click into that flow, mm. not have to worry about like trying to create my own yoga flow and just coming back to the breath, mm. right? And it's all about coming back to the breath. And we talked like I have been practicing Anapana. It's very similar, mm. you know, of just having the, you know exactly where you're coming to and it's simple. Wow. Yeah. Well said, man. Yeah. yeah. Anapana. Just breath. Mindfulness of the breath. Meditation. Yeah. Meditation doesn't have to be so complicated, does it? It doesn't. You just have to observe your breath, you know? It does. It really, <laughs> it's like, there's a sign over here and it, it says something along the lines of life is so simple and yet our mind likes to make it so complicated. And it's like, just let, <laughs> just let you know, let yourself go for a minute. It's, uh, you were just reminded me, they, there's a quote, I can't remember who said it, but it, it says meditation is a simple practice for complicated people. That's going to be your bio, I think. We just put that as your bio. <laughs> it's true, man. It's, it is. It's very, it very just, true. It just creates space. And like, yeah. I, I know a lot of people, you know, someone the other day came up to me or, or it was a friend. I can't remember exactly when and where, but they said, um, they said, you know, I meditated, but it, I didn't really get anywhere. You mm-hmm. know, it was kind of like my mind was racing the whole time. You know, I felt like it was a waste of time. Yeah. I, I didn't really feel like I got any benefit. 
And when in reality, what they don't know is they did get benefit. It's you know? just like this much, you know, yeah, it's, like time you know, after time Maybe even after more time. than that. Because like when you sit, even if your mind's racing the whole time, you know, you're not going to be the Buddha on your first try. No. And you're putting, when your mind's racing and you're still staying with your breath and you're observing the racing thoughts, you're actually, what you're doing is putting all those thoughts into different filing cabinets. Mm. And, you know, you might come up with a memory. That's a or, great visual. Or a task that, you you know, you had to get to. Yeah. It's just a really good way to organize your mind. Yeah. Um, and not to mention, let's say you sat for 10, 15 minutes. That was 10 or 15 minutes more than you normally would um, go without being on your phone. And dedicated time to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was 10 to 15 minutes where you didn't tell a lie. Yeah. Or you didn't gossip. Yeah, or eat shit food. Or eat any. Yeah. So it's like just by sitting in stillness, there's benefit. And um, I think that's a really important thing for someone who's new to meditation to, to really come at from that perspective. Because mm. um, you can't fail. I didn't. I, I literally just made a video yesterday all about like the past six and a half years that I've been meditating and the benefits that I've recognized. In Congratulations that, on that. Seven years now? It'll sure. be seven years June 6th. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven year cycle. I'm very excited about Leading it. Leading the way. Yeah, but... I didn't even think to factor in the contrast, right? Like the contrast of by doing this, you're not doing that, mm. you know? And that's, that's really powerful, right? And if you do just 10 minutes a day, like you're really, you're building a, a practice with yourself. Like our meditation this morning was so pure, so sweet, oh, man. It was very nice. Yeah. That was just, that was a nice long one too. I felt like that was yeah. upwards of almost 30 minutes. It, it was actually like, yeah, it was like 30, 40 minutes, something yeah. like that. Yeah, I usually do 20 minutes every morning, 20 minutes after, every we're afternoon. We're just all so tapped in that it just yeah. went longer. Yeah, exactly. And you let us through a nice meta meditation Maybe. at the end. Um, but before we uh, run out of time here, and <laughs> speaking of meditations, um, you hold a Sunday vinyasa. Yep. Right? And in the Sunday vinyasa, you typically like to have all these talented artists come on. So yeah, it comes this, back to that collaboration. It does. And, and right, yeah, exactly. Like just co creating with the people around you who are talented, and you get to tap into all these different uh, ways of thinking and perspectives mm. and really just artistic abilities. Yeah. Um, but I don't bring that up with Lendrell just because Lendrell's dope and he has great music. And if you don't know who he is, just type Londrell in Spotify. L-O-N-D-R-E-L-L-E. Exactly, yeah. But um, you have also been really diving into music. And even when I met you in 2019, like your freestyle. And this goes back to photography. This goes back to free diving. This goes back to yoga, right? It's all a matter of getting into a state of mind where you can allow your actual, like that internal knowing or intuition to flow without any obstacle mm. right wow well said yeah and so how has how has uh your journey led you to music and mm. as a result what benefits have you seen music play a part in your own life and you can check Joan out on spotify by the way <laughs> thank you yeah First of all, incredible questions. That's like almost two parts yeah. um, that I can answer. I wish my, my really good friend Mike Warren was here to yeah. answer the part on the freestyle because he, he's pretty much a master freestyler. Okay. And he I'm goes into the whole flow state and how when you freestyle, you shut off a certain part of your brain and you're completely just tapped in with your um, subconscious mind mm. and you're just letting things kind of come out. Because if you're thinking at all in a freestyle, it's, not, it's, it's, done. it's not gonna work. Um, and it's, it's, it's truly a form of letting go. Because mm -hmm. if you have any kind of insecurity or any kind of hesitation, it's not gonna work. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as music goes, 
I, you know, we used to always freestyle as a kid. I grew up outside of Detroit, so, you know, I played basketball my whole life. Mm-hmm. Like, all the, you know, kids in the inner city would freestyle. And That's your come it was up. Just, you know, I came up in the hip-hop kind of, you know, rap scene yeah. a little bit. I was never good, and I'm still not good. <laughs> I'd say you're pretty good now. <laughs> Man, you know, thanks, thanks to my brother Nathan, I got to give him all the credit. You know, yeah. Nathan, if you're listening, bro, thank you for, for guiding me. Um, he wasn't actually always good, too, but that kid has put thousands and mm-hmm. thousands of hours into his the craft. practice. Yeah, the practice. And uh, it just happened to be that, you know, right during the beginning of the pandemic, um, he needed a place to crash. Mm-hmm. So I let him crash in my basement mm-hmm. and um, he set up his studio down there. And, you know, most nights I was telling him to to, to, to quiet down because yeah. midnight and he's, you know, recording and then you, a song. something clicked and you were like, I got to actually join the <laughs> And then one the night I was like, you know what? I'm just going to walk down there and see what this kid's up to, you know, mm-hmm. just get on his level. And, you know, we're, we're like best friends, you know, me and him. But sometimes we can rub up against each other. What's the age difference between you guys? It's about three years, but he's okay. the middle child and he's, he's a Leo. And he, he, he knows how to get under people's two skin. Two fires. You're, you're uh, Aries. Yeah, yeah, two yeah. fires coming together. Nice. But one day, I, you know, I told Nathan, I planted the seed. I'm like, Nate, I, I want to make a song. Like, even if we don't release it, just like creatively, I want to like see if it's possible, yeah. you know, because I never considered myself to be musically gifted yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, singing is like the last thing I could do, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally on planet Earth. <laughs> um, and now you have tracks out on Spotify, so. Anything's possible. impossible, guys. <laughs> So Nathan, I, I overheard him, and, and he had this beat going on, um, and he started singing this mantra that we've heard so much growing up as a kid, mm-hmm. um, Loka, Samasta, Sukhinovavansu, yeah. And that mantra, if you're not familiar with it, means may all beings be happy and free. And you know, we heard this growing up and would use it in every meditation with my father you know, our whole lives. So it was just ingrained in us. Mm-hmm. So it made sense to, for that one to be the first mantra. Yeah. And Nathan, of course, having that swag that he has, started just putting on the beat and he was like loka samasta sukino bavansu live life happy and free and he kind of like live life just how you wanna eliminate the drama and bro he He came up with with that and i was like just shook i'm like bro this is something right i saw it Mm -hmm. so we stayed up till like two in the morning and finished the song this is all during the like First part of COVID, so yeah. you guys had ample time. This is to a just one night thing. Together. This, this song was done in two hours. Oh damn! Started okay. midnight. This is real quick. Yeah. Okay, quick. got it. And you know, I got my buddy to hop on the last verse, and we put it on Spotify like literally within a week. Yeah. And um, and ended up getting a quarter million streams. Wow. The yoga wow. community just kind of embraced it because I don't think there's really been too much um, of a mix between hip hop with like conscious, mm-hmm. you know, intention like and lyrics. Sanskrit mantras. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah it was yeah. just like another niche, like the photography yeah. and the yoga thing. So I was like, man, like the support is unreal. Like right. people are hitting me up, like playing in their classes and like their kids are jamming to it. So I'm like, I'm going to try another one. You know, I don't want to be yeah. a one hit wonder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we did another one and it was called Om Namah Shivaya. Yeah. And of course, Nathan, you know, my co- my ghostwriter. Damn. Um, Nathan, you, know, you got to make sure you get a percentage of these cuts. Hey, and Nathan, like he, he, he knows how to take a mantra and then tie another line to it mm-hmm. where people actually remember it. So mm-hmm. this next one was like, Om Namah Shivaya, in the hearts we find love. And it's that in our hearts we find love that makes it sticky. If it was mm-hmm. just Om Namah Shivaya... It, it doesn't hit as much. Yeah, yeah, I get it. It's so, different. Yeah, Nathan's just really propelled me and, and then it kind of snowballed and, you know, I, I missed so many times. Like, I think after that song, I tried to make like six more songs and mm-hmm. all of them failed. Mm-hmm. So wasted. I mean, I wouldn't say wasted, but, you know, time, lots of money. You know, right. pay the producers. And, make, um, and it just kind of went down the drain and it's really hard because, you know, 
it, it's emotional. Like it's like actually yeah. upsetting when something doesn't work out. It's, it's like your brainchild, right? Yeah. It's just tough. So, um, but yeah, that's part of the process. And then I just have way more respect for these musicians like Drake and all these guys out there that are just hit after hit. You're like, how do they yeah. do it? Like, it's really not easy. Well, I, you know, you wonder what's going on behind the scenes, right? Like how many tracks are they throwing away? Oh my God. You know, like a lot. If you're There's coming out with so albums many. every year, there has to be double the amount of albums that have been tossed. People don't realize how many are in, the, you know, just right. sitting. Right. Um, and so. it goes to show also just like, like with meditation, like with photography, it's a practice, you know, it's like, it's, you're not going to, like you said, become the Buddha the first time around, right? <laughs> maybe in, in this lifetime, you know, that might maybe, take a thousand lifetimes to get to Maybe for that. Eckhart Tolle, like, <laughs> then, then you'll be good he's to a, go. He's but, a special one. Yeah, but, yeah, so in, so you have been on the journey with music now, you have how many tracks out? Five. Five tracks out. Yeah. Are you have intentions of going further with it, like creating albums, are you sticking to EPs? <sighs> you know... Life is just, it's interesting. We'll see where it takes us. I don't think, I've never like made music with the sense, kind of like yoga. Like I've never wanted to make a career out of it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just something that I, um, you know. You're living from the centered spot. Yeah, I'm just sharing it. And yeah. I feel really blessed to be supported by it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's really a blessing to be supported by doing something that you love. Um, for it, sure. So I never take that for granted. Um, but with music, it's one of those things that I'm just going to kind of ride the wave. And, you know, mm -hmm. when the wave crashes, you know, I'll just let it go. Yeah. It's, it's, I enjoy doing it, so I don't want to put too much pressure on myself right. to like come out with an album by next year. Yeah. Um, but it's if, more if like an idea comes to me, yeah. I'm going to run with it. And, and, like, the collaboration aspect. Like, mm -hmm. with photographers, you know, I'm collaborating with different musicians. Mm -hmm. So, you know, coming and soon. And you're learning, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're we, got a, we got a fun track coming a out. foreshadowing. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> in the interest of time here... Tell us where we can check you out for photography, where we can check you out for yoga, where we can check you out for music. Cool. Right? Yeah. So we're going to get you decked you out wanna... in some cast apparel and some. <laughs> if you want to stay connected, um, you know, let's just connect on Instagram is a great way. It's where I'm, you know, most active. I'm always sharing, you know, stories and different flows and, you know, different tips mm -hmm. and tricks here and there and um, collaborating. Lot learned. Hey, thank you. Yeah. And, um, you know, check out LaGreca Ariel too. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Yo, that's my passion his project. His drone right photography there. page is just sweet. 400 followers in Chrome. But hey, the content's <laughs> fire, okay? Hey, bro, we don't do it for the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> we don't do it for, um, it's for the heart. So yeah, Instagram. And then, um, you know, if you want to practice with me online, I do a yoga on Zoom class every Sunday that's donation-based. And um, I'm also on the Nike app, the Nike training app, NTC. It's all free, by the way. Um, so that's a great resource, especially if you're a beginner. We got more classes on the way. Um, yoga teacher trainings, we're held in Costa Rica annually. More on that on my Instagram and website. And then what was the last thing? Music. Oh, and the music, Spotify, just my name, Jonah Kest. Mm -hmm. See if you vibe out with some tracks, I'd love to get your yeah, feedback. Yeah, play, play him to the yoga, it'd be good to go, yeah. <laughs> Do a vinyasa flow to the new song, Vinyasa. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, out like three days ago. Hey. Um, I really appreciate way. you coming on here, man. There like, I think that there's a, mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of overlay in the things that I talk about on the channel and being able to have uh, like anybody who's viewing those videos see the embodiment of practicing yoga for an extended period of time and really practicing things that bring them to flow state and the breath work that's behind mm -hmm. um, all of the free diving, right? It's wow. like, it's, it's, it's cool, right? I didn't have this when I was younger and I was going through like my own self-development journey in the beginning. 
it's like I all I had was YouTube, right? To see like, okay, how am I gonna make it through this? How am I gonna actually yeah. make myself better? So you're posing as like a wonderful inspiration. Thank you. And I'll and I'll add this one here too is uh, when we were sitting in meditation this morning, and it was it was a little weird. Um, right before you started the meta meditation and speaking, and this was after like 25 minutes of us meditating at this point, I was like. I believe that you are one of my teachers, mm. right? And it's like, we don't have to talk that often. Mm. I just, from witnessing how you show up in the world, mm. it's like, I really do believe that you have things to teach me and mm. I'm there. So then you wow. started speaking. Wow. You started speaking and at first. I'm like, like, I hate when people talk, like when, I, when I'm in my meditations. But like this voice in me was like, the teacher is teaching. You know what I mean? And it was like, it was so wow, weird. Man. Yeah. Chills, man. So yeah, uh, I tried to, I tried to, I didn't want to say anything. I had no intention of even speaking, um, but it just felt like um, we were getting to that edge, yeah. that place. And, and, and uh, it felt like a nice way to close the space. It was perfect. But yeah, we had a perfect. lot of really sweet silence and I'm the same way. Silence is key. Oh yeah. 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 Silence but, and stillness. Man, those space. words. Thank you so much. And yeah. I, likewise, I feel like I have a lot to learn from you in a lot of different aspects. I appreciate and it. I, I've never actually had the persistence and um, follow through to, to start my own podcast, but to see you just out here collaborating and doing it yourself and, and sharing all your wisdom and with everyone is, is inspiring. So I, I, I hope people are just excited about this podcast as, as, as I am. Hey man, you know, it's just, I'm doing the same thing as you're doing with free diving photography and all this stuff. It's just my own self-expression with the tools that I've used to have a higher quality of life and just not get caught up in all the anxieties and insecurities yeah. and the doubts. Keep you know? that Dristy strong, man. Dristy, keep that Dristy <laughs> strong. Wow. Hopefully we'll have you on here another time, but yeah, we'll have to do a check-in or something yeah, in yeah. a year from now, see where we're at. Yeah. See how all <laughs> of your things have improved, how many, you know, songs are out there, the free diving hey, and, uh, what a cool opportunity yeah. to speak to on, on these things. And yeah, I mean, you know, usually it's just yoga. So thanks for the opportunity, seriously. And, uh, I look forward to the next few days here at Casa Atma. My pleasure. Yeah, I'm glad we have some time to chill. If you guys found this uh, to be somewhat enlightening or provocative, you had some thoughts come up, feel free to start a conversation with us either in the comments down below or reach out to us on Instagram and have a little bit of a conversation, ask us some questions. And if you really enjoyed the content, a like or a subscription, of course, goes a long way. But don't do it unless you actually found the, the content valuable, right? We'll subscribe. We'll subscribe. <laughs> um, and otherwise, we will see you in the next video. Woo! Join us for a Sunday vinyasa or a Sunday centering and meditation event. How you doing? Kick out. Kick out. <laughs> Much Almost love, guys. Thanks, bro.